So, I still haven't heard about that job. Yeah, that's a tough one. What are you going to do about that? I have an idea. Yeah? I show up. What do you mean you show up? I show up. I pretend I have the job. The guy's on vacation. If I have the job, it's fine. If I don't have the job, by the time he comes back, I'm ensconced. Hmm. Not bad. What's the worst thing that could happen? Well, you'd be embarrassed and humiliated in front of a large group of people and have to walk out in shame with your tail between your legs. Yeah, so? April 4th, 2021. Greetings, friends. Hello. How do you do? Fellow humans, how are you? And non-humans who may be listening, hello to the dogs and the cats and the rabbits and the lizards, people's pets, you know. Hello, pets. They are all very good. We love them all. We do. Yes. Excellent. That was unexpected, but it's true, so it's fine to say. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with this. No. Why, Why would there be anything wrong with loving pets? Literally nothing. Right. Hello, all life forms. Well, hold on. <laughs> there wanna, are a couple. You want to backpedal a bit? There. There are a couple of life forms I'm not very fond of. Okay. So, specific humans mostly. Well, that's fair. That's fair. So, hello to everyone except for those specific humans. Except for the people we don't like and don't respect. Right. <laughs> Hi, folks. Hello. <laughs> Maybe we should so... move on. Well, I guess. I mean, we're eating up a little time, which is good, because there's not a lot to talk about. Well, so. you always say that. Well, uh, you know, it's fine. Uh-huh. Okay. We're predictable. All of our shows are progressing apace, you know? So, there's no not drama? a lot of updates on those. Well, it's audio drama. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I feel sorry for having spoken. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so the news that we do have. We are finally, after an unfortunate couple months of delay, getting back into finishing up the next season of the Dreamnasium scripts. Mm -hmm. We've been super busy. We had to write a whole bunch of other stuff that we've been working on and not for pendant stuff. And so it delayed getting... To the Dreamnasium adaptations, but we are working on them right now. We are definitely thinking about things. Right. I mean, the first half of the season was already written. The ad- adaptation scripts were done. Right. So we're just doing the, the second half now. And then yes. we'll go through them with Jeffrey Thorne, and then we'll figure out uh, production and casting and all that good stuff. Yeah, so it's still a bit down the line, but progress is happening. So right. that's right. all. And um, we have mentioned briefly in earlier twips about a new show that we've been working on and that new show now has directors i don't know we should we should find out from the creator and writer of said show if we may talk about it yet or if we should wait to tell people what it is i feel like we should wait for a bit right but i want to say that um the show is going to be it'll have a six episode first season and it will be directed by Vincent Morrison, longtime director over on Seminar, and yep. assistant directed by Paul Brueggemann, also longtime director over on Seminar. So those two fellows are coming together to uh, direct this new show for you. Yep. It's still coming together. It is. It's still congealing. 
Yeah. The the scripts are done. I have to edit the rest of them and then we're going to uh figure out production schedule and all that good stuff. So it's moving along though. So yeah. um hopefully if production goes well, it might be able to premiere later this year, like fall, winter, maybe, depending on how production goes. But that's yeah. you know there's a long run time with these things. Yeah, we try not to overpromise and right, underdeliver. Right. Exactly, so. exactly. We like to do the opposite of that. So, yeah, right. hang in there. We'll let you know when we can. More info will be coming soon. Coming soon. From the San Francisco Bay Area, we have Perry Whittle on the line. Hello, Perry. Hello. How are you, Jordan? Good. How's it going? Doing all right. How are you holding up during the uh, zombie apocalypse? Oh, yeah. Um, well, I've been very, very lucky. And so I shouldn't complain. Um, <laughs> you know, but uh, going a little stir crazy, like I think pretty much everybody is. Yeah. Um, other yeah. other than that, I've I've been tremendously lucky that I can do my day job from home mm -hmm. and um I have a lot of uh particularly vigorous out or or demanding outside activities anyway. So uh I'm just doing a lot more of the same thing that I used to do. Cool. I will try to sit still. It seems my chair is just extra squeaky today. Mm. I don't know I don't know what's up with that. Wow. All right. So um, we have questions. Hopefully you have answers. Otherwise, this is very short and one sided. <laughs> so let's dive right into Kingery. All right. When we last left our heroes, I think Kingery 4 was um, out. Is that the last one to release? Boy, I just completed my next script uh, mm -hmm. yesterday. So. I have so I have been time traveling, right? Because the next thing I'll yes. need to do is is record lines for you know, or or listen to stuff that was done uh, weeks or months ago. So right. this kind, you know, this um, being in the cast and also on the writing team is like mm -hmm. time traveling. You're always going forwards and backwards. I really, yes. I, I'm <laughs> I, frankly, I am very very confused. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much Oops. as a, a normal condition, um, but yeah, but <laughs> especially now, and uh, after having just completed a script, you know, I, um, I had to read, uh, or well, I had to, um, I did, <laughs> I think I had to um, read all the scripts up until the one that I was writing. So, mm -hmm. um, and I listened to everything, but that is. Um, that was a while ago, so I'm I'm sorry, but I'm really not up on on uh, what's what's been released. Um, I'm looking at the feed, and it looks like uh, episode four, "Do the Evolution," was the last one to be released. So there you go. You you are an informed man. <laughs> I try to be. Um, so let's see. We've released four. You just finished writing what episode? Seven. Seven. And now you're going to do lines for what number? 
Um, I don't know. You know, we had. I'm guessing it's six because I think I have so we, five, right? Yeah. We yeah, I have hiatus, five for so... preview. Okay. I have five for preview. So if you wrote seven, that only leaves six. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So there we go. We figured it out. So you have been playing hooks since the beginning. You and Kat, are you the last of the original cast? Oh gosh, that's an interesting question. Is that am I is that right? No, um M. Yeah. We have M. Is that right? Is that where we're at now? I suppose so. Um and I I apologize to anybody who I might be forgetting. Yes, me too. Um, I mean it's, it's late and all my coffee's run out. I'm not sure Pete is officially retired, but um <laughs> Right, but he's not playing the role now. He's he's not he's not playing the the uh, the main character anymore. So Right. Yeah. So it's been uh well we're in season eleven, so uh, uh Alicia Lane Pickens was the original um you right. know, has, has been there as Maddie since the yes, that's true. That, approximately the beginning, also. Yes, yes. Sorry, Alicia. <laughs> yes. And anybody else that we're we're missing. So, you're, as I recall, like in the opening scene of the first episode, and Hooks has come. This has had these arcs, and you've got another one that's kind of intense right now. What? Yeah. What story arcs for have been like really rewarding for you to um, play? Well, since you take us back to the very beginning, mm-hmm. um, I really did like the first episode because uh, basically Hooks is the new guy at the Kingery, and uh, much of the first episode is Hooks wandering around, and the audience sort of gets to see the Kingery through Hooks's eyes. Right. And I, I enjoyed that a lot. Um, just, you know, uh, as a single episode, mm-hmm. um, I definitely enjoyed, um, the interplay with Debbie, that whole, you know, the romance, the, mm-hmm. the tragedy, the, you know, all of it, that was, um, as you say, rewarding. Very cool. Um, getting to pretend to be smart (laughs) 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 on a, on a fairly regular basis. That's kind of fun. Uh huh. Um, and you know, getting to throw in, uh, you know, things like gosh, or (laughs) golly gee, or, or something like that. Um, that's just silliness. But there it is. When when you first started with Hooks, I mean, he's been nervous and, and anxious pretty much from day one. And he's mellowed over the years. But there's still <laughs> that undercurrent, I think, is still there. I think you still bring that to to him. Was he always meant to be? um kind of a high anxiety kind of character or was some of that you or if it was meant that way where where are you drawing his anxiety from when you when you play him 
I'm pretty sure that the um, the original casting call indicated or suggested pretty pretty heavily that he was socially awkward, and I can't remember if if anxiety was part of the the description, but uh, if it wasn't, that's what I decided would be the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and you know, I was uh, yeah so that's kind of where that whole thing came from. And um, as the scripts progressed, there was less of that uh, intense social awkwardness. Um, mm-hmm. And it took, it took a lot of energy. So, so <laughs> I, so when you say he's <laughs> mellowed, it's just, yeah, it's well, I, I couldn't keep up the performance. So, well, I, it, it makes sense. I mean, it's been 11 years of the show and around that in story, we, I know yeah. we've had some time jumps. We had a whole half season that was what one day. Yeah. Last right. season. Um, so it makes sense that he would, he would, you know, mellow out over the years. Right. Um, and maybe mellow out's not the right word because like I said, I hear that nervousness underneath when he's not like completely in his element. Um, and I remember on a previous interview when we talked about the heist that he literally was in his element and you can tell the difference, the way you played hooks in that episode as hilarious as that episode was, if you go back and listen to it, Hooks is completely like game on. Yeah. He has his game face on and you can tell, you can tell that you played him differently. So now, yeah, I, I see things when I listen to this stuff. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) Um, so now I'm looking forward to, um, this season's storyline with this next, I guess we could say crime. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. um, there might be a crime or two. They're doing crime. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to comparing the two and, and seeing how they're different and how, how things evolve with this, this next crime. Yeah. And, um, also I think, uh, there's some suggestions that hooks is just hooks is just exhausted. Um, uh, all the stress that he's, all the stress that he's been under, it's uh, taken a toll on him mm-hmm. and he's starting to, um, act out and he's starting to use swear words and, uh, you know, yes. w- uh, maybe even almost shouting instead of whispering them. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he's, um, Hooks is Hooks is being more assertive. Yeah. Well, and season. and uh, I think somewhere uh, he said he was provoked, and um, I think I may have written somewhere that he said he was provoked, and uh, and there's a lot of stuff that's going around that's uh, provoking him. That's uh, yes, that's so true. He's he's finally reacting to some of that instead of swallowing everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you have um, any kind of now? See, I ask this question of our voice actors a lot, and 
on rare occasion, like now, they actually are in a position where they would their character's fate or could be writing their character's fate. So usually when I ask somebody, hey, where do you want to see your character go? It's kind of, you know, the, oh, I'd like to see this or I'd like to see that, but they don't have like a whole lot of input onto that angle of it. So when I ask you, so where would you like to see Hooks go? You actually have some say in the matter. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, um, I don't know, Jordan. Uh, I, I find that the stuff that um, the writers as a group and Tilly as the head writer come up with um, to be, you know, pretty marvelous. Oh, yeah. Uh, no doubt. And... I don't think I, I think I rarely have thoughts about what Hooks should be doing next because I like what everybody else comes up with for him so well. Okay, that's fair. That's definitely fair. Um, I want to also um, reach back, back, way back one more time. Um, when you approach Hooks, you approach him completely differently than you did your character in Dixie. Yes, right. Because totally different kind of character. So how do you go about shifting modes? Because they were running concurrently in the beginning right. of, of, of Kingery. Um, so how do, you, how do you differ in your approaches when you're doing differing characters like that? Right. Well, um, a lot of people have so, um, a sort of trigger phrase to get them into a particular accent or a particular um, way of thinking. Mm -hmm. I don't really think I've ever developed a, a trigger phrase for hooks, but um, before I record, I always listen to the last recordings that I did, the, la the last lines that I submitted, mm -hmm. um, just to try and get that you know, try and try and find the voice. Um, right. With Adarchenko, um, I think that was something that I really, uh, I, I found it pretty easy to get into the to the low uh, Russian voice. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure that I had a trigger phrase, um, but I did have. Uh, I was, uh, I played chess. I was a big chess enthusiast for a while, and of course, mm. Russians are big on chess. Right. Right. And at some point, I did, this was not, I don't think this happened at the, like before Dixie, but some, sometime during the run of Dixie Stenberg, mm -hmm. um, I got a, a chess DVD by um, a Soviet Georgian who uh, emigrated to the United States named Roman Jinjikashvili. And there was one phrase in this chess video that I just loved, where Roman was um, playing through a, a grandmaster game and displaying it and talking about the strategy. Mm -hmm. And at one point he says, uh, if you're playing black, I don't want to tell you how you should be feeling because it's just too miserable, probably. <laughs> So, um, and that got you into if, if I never had a trigger phrase before, that was that was the one that, <laughs> that I took on. I thought that was so lovely. That's awesome. 
I don't want to tell you how you should be feeling. <laughs> Who am I to judge? That's right. <laughs> so you've been acting independent for like, well, let's see, then that would make it for like ever. <laughs> <laughs> and I um, think from um, all uh, the beginning three of, of Dixie Stenberg, I think the. Um, yeah. Yeah. And um, you you were on the original writing staff or did you come in later as a writer? Uh, later. Yeah. OK. I believe I came in in season three. OK. On the Kingry. What what drew you to writing? Oh, boy. Um, well, playing God. Right. Isn't that <laughs> what draws everybody to writing? I don't know. It's, in a sense. Playing God, telling lies. Um, <laughs> a little supernatural reference there. Um, um, yeah, I mean, you know, the big asterisk uh, in this interview is that a, I'm a writer, so I tell lies, uh, and b, I'm a voice actor, so I pretend. So, <laughs> you know, I you can ask me questions and I can answer them, but everybody's got to judge for themselves. <laughs> when I'm telling the truth and when I'm not. There you go. I once saw Major Barrett Roddenberry at a presentation and um, she was NASA's space biology celebrity spokesperson. And she got up there and she said, okay, I'm gonna talk for a while. And then there are these microphones in the aisles there. And when I'm done, line up, ask questions. If I know the answer, I'll tell you. If I don't, I'll make something up. You'll never know the difference. <laughs> yes. Very good. Yeah, she was awesome. <laughs> so playing God. Um, I guess, I don't know, somehow telling stories, it's, um, you know, it's sometimes there's something in you that's uh, that you need to get out. And so. Uh, sure. So you, you tell a story. So what drew you to telling stories in the world of the Kingery? Well, I've loved audio theater from way back. Um, uh, more than theater, more than movies, more mm -hmm. than TV, or perhaps as much, you know, just as much. But um, somehow, uh, audio theater just really, um, really set me off. Um, you know, just the sounds without, without visuals. Um, mm -hmm. It just does it for me. There's a lot to coordinate to to make it work and it not sound um chintzy right yeah so not sound just fake and poor right yes yes that's a good point and yet the barrier to entry is much lower for audio theater than it is for um for video or for stage acting right because there there's there's just so much more so much more to notice i mean mm -hmm. at, you know sometimes at at my day job there the you know i'll see some training video or something mm -hmm. and i completely miss the point jordan i can i oh i, I told you earlier i'm watching these training videos all the time for work right now and because i have all this extra time and yeah right. they're ugh. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. 
I spend all my time looking at the set dressing. I'm going, wait a minute, is that the plant that was in the previous video? <laughs> like, where, like, what estate sale did they go to to get that, you know, that set of books on that shelf there? <laughs> just, yeah. um, I, that's just the way, I, I, and I don't, I don't know why it is, but somehow the, the set dressing in a corporate video um, is just at a different level than the set dressing in a TV show. Mm -hmm. where in a tv mm -hmm. show everything looks like it belongs there and it's been there for a while and it doesn't distract you or the extremely creative use of the hacker so i just had to watch a training video on um you know email you know, security and you know, don't click links and don't let people into the building because you know i'm not going to let anybody into my house anyway but still right. Right. So we had to watch that. So they've got like one of the characters or one of the people that they've got to teach you what they do is, quote unquote, a hacker. But he's always in a shadow. Right. You never actually see this guy. He's just he's a shadow. Yeah. All right. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> so um, when you write now. You've done over the years, you've done some seminar shorts. At least one or two, right? Uh, yes, approximately a, a ten or more. <laughs> maybe, maybe a dozen. One or two. <laughs> yeah. So you you have the perspective of both working on the, these things that are solely yours, and then with Kingery being part of a writing team. Right. How how do you how do you tackle each one? And where where are lines for you that you can cross or can't cross? Or well, um, on the kingery, the lines are are uh, they're a little bit sketched in mm -hmm. by by the other writers and by Tilly Bridges, the lead writer, um, who creates an outline that we basically write to so that um you know uh, uh the story makes sense from episode to episode mm -hmm. um so that's a little bit sketched in for me uh in terms of the the more you know solo writing projects and and also i i did um uh one kingery um or i'm sorry one seminar episode two shorts that got run together in one show um, mm -hmm. called Hugh done it right uh, I wrote that with a with a pal of mine and that was that was probably the most fun because we just um, we went out to lunch together and just threw ideas around and tried to make each other laugh <laughs> and if he could make me laugh or if I could make him laugh we'd go yep okay that'll go in <laughs> Um, that was just kind of the way we wrote that as, or, or at least the way we outlined it and, you know, put mm -hmm. it, put the story together. And then we went off and, and, you know, wrote different segments of it separately and, you know, tried to, uh, give them to one another to review, uh, on the personal stuff, it's just, um, or the solo stuff, it's just, I guess it's whatever I, you know 
whatever I feel like doing. And then I submit it. And if somebody says, you know, yeah, we'd like it or, you know, uh, too many characters <laughs> or, or whatever they say, um, I will either make an adjustment or decide that uh, I don't, I don't agree and, and not do it. So I don't know if that is, I don't know if that <laughs> approach is ac- uh, answering your question, but do you, um, I don't want to say, do you enjoy one over the other? Because that kind of, I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm pitting the two against like one good, one bad, but is there something that you get from one and not the other that um, you enjoy as part of the writing process? Well, the Kingery's really been my first, uh, and, you know, aside from this other, uh, you know, collaboration with my friend Brendan Peterson um, on Hugh Dunnett, uh, the Kingery's been my first and only real uh, group writing project. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's completely different from anything I've done before in that respect. Uh, also, because it's a because it's an established show, it's got a schedule, so there are deadlines. <laughs> and um, so that's a that's a big factor. Whereas mm-hmm. writing a seminar short, it's like, you know, nobody's sitting there waiting for me to get done with it. Um, and, you know, so I have I haven't done any lately. Um, and and when I say lately, I don't I don't know what that means. It's like five years or something, but well, you know, we need seminar shorts, and Tilly just opened up for episode 102 today. So, you know, when you have some spare time. Well, all right. I'll see if I can. I'll, maybe. I'll think about it. I'll okay. ponder. I'll see if anything bubbles up. Okay. See, you're welcome, Tilly. <laughs> yeah. So there's, I mean, there's a, in a way, there's a lot more um, anxiety, a lot more freak out uh, on my part when I'm, when I'm working on a Kingery script. Um, just, you know, mm-hmm. trying to get prepared to write it, you know, trying to see what's come before, make sure that I'm not uh, contradicting anything that happened in the previous episode. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like I would, I mean, I would never do that ever, 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 except for when I make mistakes and do it. <laughs> um, but, you know, try, trying not to do that and, tr- you know, trying to make sure that I'm working within the continuity of the show and then you know, that I'm, that I'm doing the stuff that the, the outline says I'm supposed to do and that I'm meeting the deadline. So what is the writing process like for you? Uh, messy. <laughs> uh, on, well, so yeah. Um, you know, sometimes when I'm, uh, have been writing seminar shorts, uh, I'll have an idea of what I want to have happen and uh you know i'll just start writing and you know sort of free associating and writing and mm-hmm. just going along and um i end up going someplace where i didn't even mean to go and and then i have to look at it and go well is this good is this what it ought to be or did i just take a wrong turn mm-hmm. um so yeah, a lot, um, a lot of the writing process is about, for me, about taking a look at the outline and trying to break it up into um, 
actionable <laughs> things, things that have actual physical actions, trying to mm -hmm. figure out what those are. Um, I think I spend a lot of time worrying about how did we get here um, rather mm -hmm. than just being there. Um, so uh, I think I'm always struggling with the length of my script uh, because why well, there was some, you know, there was something one time about, um, I think it was socks, um, having tried a bunch of different jobs and I felt like I needed to at least show some of that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think the episode opened with socks having, uh, had a job as a city bus driver and, um, she not only crashed the bus, but she also burned it. Um, to, to the <laughs> ground. Uh, um, mm -hmm. Sure. <laughs> and, you know, it was just, uh, um, I felt like that needed to be there in order for her, uh, the emotional scene that she was supposed to have later about how she was incapable of, of holding down a regular job for that to have the required weight. Mm hmm. Um, the, you know, the emotional impact that it needed to have. So right. that's one of the things is, uh, is I feel like I, sp I spend a lot of time trying to figure out how to, you know, what needs to precede the, the scene that I'm supposed to write. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to episode seven when, when well, we good. get to I it. Hope, I hope it, um. I hope it meets meets its advanced press. <laughs> Episode seven of Kingery this season, Perry Whittle. Oh. I'm I'm sure it will be awesome. The stuff in, that you've done in the past has been all been awesome. Oh well, thank you. So, um, switching gears a little bit, you do some stuff outside of Pendant as well. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And. It's um, it's more interactive than than we do stuff, right? Yeah, I, one of the um, long term groups that I work with is called Shoestring Radio Theater. www.shoestring.org, and uh, they're a San Francisco based group that meets in person, and mm -hmm. re, you know we get. Uh, four microphones around a room and people step up to them when they have lines and we all record in a room together um, the vast majority of the time. And of course, uh, with the, uh, the coronavirus crisis, uh, we have not been able to meet in person to do that. So for a year now, um, we've been recording remotely. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, so that's been a little bit interesting. That's uh, taking a little bit of this, um, you know, the the distributed um, work group like we have with Pendant Audio, mm -hmm. and uh, joining it to the the in person thing. So uh, what we do at Shoestring is we will rehearse on a Zoom call on several Zoom calls. And then when we record, we're doing a Zoom call again, only we don't record 
the lines over the Zoom call. We record the lines all on a different microphone that are, you know, uh, for me, it's a different microphone. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, you know, I, I grab the big honking file <laughs> out and uh, send it over the internet. So, but, um, but Shoestring has found that to be very time consuming, dealing mm -hmm. with lots of different files that have to be synced. So right. they're, they're discovering some of the pain that all the uh, pendant audio people who are uh, shackled in the director minds uh, know intimately. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. I'm glad we could get a little bit of insight into the other part of Perry's world. Yeah. <laughs> um, can people find you on social media? Um, I don't think so. No. Okay. So just on the pendant discord then? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, it used to be, you know, my uh, my lifeline to the world was the um, the pendant uh, group chat. Um, mm -hmm. There's whatever we called it, the the message board, but uh, the uh -huh. Yahoo group. I guess right. well, that was it, Yahoo group, but it went away. It went away. So, yeah. um, Tilly and Susan just talked about that on on Twip. Yeah. So now I'm kind of untethered. Um, well, you're here on Discord now. Come join us. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, um, yeah, shout Perry Whittle is the greatest to the heavens. And, uh, <laughs> see, you know, see if, see if I respond. Maybe that, maybe something will happen. No I'll promises. Do, I have to do that in the general chat, see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, I may not be the greatest, but I... Uh, did get a Pendy Award. Yes, in you January did. Mm -hmm. for, Congratulations uh, on that. Uh, yeah, supporting actor in the Kingery for Hooks. So, yeah, so that was cool. That that is very cool. Was that a surprise? It's always a surprise. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, I think that's. I think that was my speech. It's like mm -hmm. I was. I'm flabbergasted. I'm gobsmacked. I, I have no <laughs> idea what's going on here. How did I get this thing? Points for using gobsmacked, by the way. Yes. Well done, <laughs> Perry. I appreciate you taking the time. I know we're both under deadline. Yours was yesterday. Yes. Mine's today. Yes. Um, I appreciate yes, you taking the time to spend with me tonight and and get this recorded in. You are so welcome, and thank you for being patient with me because uh, after, okay, so here's, can I tell you a chess story? Absolutely. Uh, I love in, stories. In a world championship match um, between, I believe it was Mikhail Botvinnik and David Bronstein, mm -hmm. two Russians, uh, Botvinnik almost uh, lost on time, and uh, and when asked about what had happened, he said that they had exchanged queens, which mm -hmm. removed many of the tactical possibilities from the, from the situation on the board. 
and that um, created a release of tension in him physically. Mm-hmm. And his, although he knew that that he he was um, running short on time, the release of tension is a release of tension that he associated with making the time control. So in other words, getting more time to think about stuff. Right. And so he almost missed making the time control because his body was telling him, right, the tension is over. And that's what happened tonight. Um, I totally forgot, thoroughly and completely forgot that uh, to check in like, email or uh, um, check in at all um, because I had made my deadline for the script and I just totally forgot that we were going to meet and do this interview. So thank you so much for being patient and um, failing to, declining to freak out. Although, although I, I have given you many excuses to freak out. No, it's all good, man. Um, I never close, so <laughs> it it was it was not a big deal at all, and I really appreciate it. It's always wonderful to talk to you. Um, I'm I'm dependent fanboy before anything else, so I get to talk to the people behind the characters I've been listening to for a decade or so wow um (laughs) yeah and um so it's always a thrill for me well thank you so much and great to talk to you people can find me on social media on twitter at jg underscore qa and on facebook www.facebook.com slash j-o-r-d-a-n dot g-o-t-t dot g-o-t-t-l-i-e-b dot five zero three six on facebook i think i said that uh, yeah, the coffee's run out. <laughs> <laughs> and before I flub up anything else or my chair makes any more squeaking noises, we're going to kick this back to Tilly and Susan. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview. It's over. And remember, new episodes of Pulp Today come out every Monday. And what's the other one? <laughs> the writer's block the writer's we were block just on that show last out. month yes if you haven't listened go by check it out new episodes of the writer's block come out every wednesday coming out wednesday april 7th the kingery season 11 episode 5 wow <laughs> sorry sorry those flowers were very beautiful uh, I, w- I would think your aim would be a lot better than that <laughs> Never point your weapon at anything you don't intend to hit. No, so you intended to hit the people across the room? No, I intended to miss. And I did. Uh Uh-huh. Kind of. Anyway, I've taken the liberty of ordering for us. Only the finest cooey wings from the freshest, recently slaughtered... No, 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 no. I know what they are, but if you say it, it makes it harder for me to pretend it's just chicken. That's fair. And only the second best, third shelf, house, green, fizzy wine stuff that says sunset on the label. (laughs) You spoil me. You didn't have to do all this, you know. Shut up. Yes, I did. Happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you for this. It's nice. You said your friend was coming. I'm glad they're not here yet, so I get a little time with you beforehand. Yeah, I wonder what could be keeping Hebe. Oh, Hebe. 
Of course. Mm, you're right. I should have told you before. No, it's your birthday. You can invite any ex you like, Tithya. Hollis. It's fine. Really. I'm not bothered. Why should I be bothered? Well, you're obviously bothered. Of course I'm bothered. I set this time aside for us to spend together. I knew you were bringing someone, but I didn't know that someone was going to be the person who broke your heart. I didn't know it would be the person responsible for you being on a hit list and on the run for two years. So yes, I'm bothered. Coming out Wednesday, April 21st, Mage and Machine, Season 2, Episode 5. Mid-season finale! These readings could be from 300 feet down. There's just too much interference from the wiring. We'll need to assess it from much closer. Kylera, are you listening? Anemus. We call it Mount Aramis. Remember? I hate seeing it. It's completely dormant now. I don't care. Well, it will be harder to see from the dig site, so it shouldn't distract you from the task at hand. We've got landing clearance, milady. Bring her down now. Chandley. We're honored to have such an important visitor. So next year is my area of expertise, Supervisor Brealy. If you think I'm merely a visitor, then you don't understand the significance of what you've found. Coming out Wednesday, April 28th, Seminar, Episode 98. All right, witches. Remember to keep this a fair fight. You're sparring for practice, not defending your kingdom from invading paladins. And for goodness sake, Tabitha, no more frog spells. Huh, I barely caught Alaria before she hopped into the Forbidden Pond. Fine, Magdalena. No frog spells. Thank you, dear. Not that we'd see much difference if I turned Kells into a frog anyway. I'm not afraid of you, Tabitha. I've been training. Oh! The almighty frog witch has been training. <laughs> I heard that, Tabitha. Can we start the match now? Yeah, of course. Ready, set, fight. Oh, them. Did you just try to turn me into a bird? The show is almost done. Yay! <laughs> That's the end of the show. Can you hear the dog? I don't know if the mic's <laughs> picking up. There's a dog outside. Yapping its little head off. See, this is, we were like, animals are great. Now we're like, shut up! <laughs> okay, fine. Like we said... There are some humans this show is not for we don't like. Maybe there are also some, you know, jerk animals that rude, this show is not for. Rude animals. And we have rude animals. So we, we do. We know of whence we speak. We have one who's just, he's, he's just such an asshole. <laughs> Love him, but goodness. Yes, he has attitude and opinions. Okay. <laughs> So, be sure to stop by the website at PendantAudio.com, the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash PendantAudio, the Twitter at PendantWeb. We are on Tumblr at PendantAudio.tumblr.com. You can find us on YouTube at Pendant Productions, and you can stop by the website, and you will find a link to join the Discord if you'd like to come by and chat with all of us. 
text chat mostly. We don't really use the audio chat features. So yeah, it's, it's pretty it's, low key. Yeah, but it's fun. It's nice. You could talk with creators and other fans and stuff if you like. So come by. We'd love to say hello. We'll see you back here next month. This is Susan Bridges. And Tilly Bridges. Thanks for listening. How the dog's quiet. Total asshole. Right? Maybe he heard us. Maybe. They have good hearing. That's true, they do. Mm. You're a dick, dog. Whoa. 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 <laughs> Hello, all life forms. Well, hold on. The theme to TWIP is Mr. Exposition by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. That's the end of the show.